waves. Let the healing waves move. In the name of Jesus, bring healing to the sick. Bring a touch to the sick. Bring deliverance to the sick. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we need your healing in our bodies. We need your healing in our lives. Heal every child. Heal every father. Heal every mother. Heal every sister. Heal every brother. We declare healing. 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 Now lift up your voice and thank God for healing. Thank God for healing. Thank God for healing. Thank God for healing. Bless the Lord for healing. Bless the Lord for healing. Bless the Lord for healing. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Let us say amen. Now put your hands together for the Lord. Celebrate God. Go to somebody, give the person a high five and say, You are welcome to church. What is your name? What do you leave? Just make a friend this morning. You are welcome to church. God richly bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your right hand. Let's take our declaration. Please see after me. I confess today that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. In him I have life, his abundant life. The Lord is my light and strength as he is, so has he made me. By his spirit, say it again, by his spirit, I increase in word and in wisdom, in faith and in favor. The Lord has said, in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I'll multiply your seed. So I can boldly say, my God shall increase me more and more. What I place in God's hands grows into overflow. Though I begin small, my end shall greatly increase. In this year of increase, I grow in grace and in strength to be all that God wants me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Tell somebody this morning, the Lord will bless me more than you. Say it again this morning, the Lord will bless me more than you. Amen. Please be seated. We are, I'm going to speak shortly and then we, we will pray and lead us to do some few things and we are out of here. I want to share with us on hidden secret in giving and receiving. Hidden secrets in giving and receiving. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 17 says, Your kindness will reward you, but your cruelty would destroy you. Your cruelty will destroy you. So he says that a person that gives generously shall be rewarded. But a person that does not give or a person that does not even show honor at all will lead into danger. Now the Bible mentions over 500 verses on prayer, over many of them, and then less than 500 on issue of faith. But the Bible speaks about possessing your possession and being blessed about 2,000 times. So that should let you know that um, the Lord wants us to live well. The Lord actually desires our well-being. The Lord actually desires that we prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prospers. Amen. Among the 16 um, of the parables Jesus gave, among of the, um, 16 of the 30 
38 or so parables Jesus gave, 16% of it actually talks about possessing your possession, being blessed in life. But you know, be, being okay. Tell somebody being okay in life. And God wants us to be free from financial pressure, from financial hardship. God wants to bless his children. Proverbs 10, 22 says that, he said, it is the blessings of the Lord that make it one rich and he had no sorrow to it. Come on, say the blessings of God. Now, the problem of the believer or the child of God is that most of us struggle to, most of us don't actually struggle at all to hear the word of the Lord. Anytime the message of the Lord is preached, most of us, we, we, are, we receive it. Anytime it is communion service, we come. Anytime it is anointing service, we come. Even when it comes to do with fasting and prayer, most of us don't come. Because naturally, psychologically, we are wired in a sense that whatever comes out of us, we feel it. And it is painful. It is not easy. Whatever comes out of us is painful. You can ask the women. Every flow that comes is painful. Giving birth is painful. So, same as men, whatever, the sweat that comes out of our labor is very, very painful. So, naturally, anything that comes from man is painful. Tell somebody, anything that comes from man is painful. But whatever we receive is not painful. So, most of us, we are always at the receiving end. We are always at the end of thank you, receiving, thank you, receiving. But when we have to give, like when Abraham would have to sacrifice Isaac, it was actually a painful decision. It wasn't a joke at all. If not grace and God on his side, he wouldn't have acted. So we don't struggle to do some things to please the flesh. We don't struggle to please them. Once you are buying shoe for your feet, it is holy. But when that money must be brought to the altar, it is unholy. Once you are buying a shirt for yourself, it is good. But when that money must come to the altar, it is not good. So these are the battle between the spirit and the flesh. So once it pleases the flesh, it is fine. We don't argue with it. Anything that comes to us from the church is okay. But anything that leaves us to the church is not okay. It's not okay. But you see, when it comes to releasing something out of our possession onto the church, it becomes a burden. And there are most of us, we are fasting and praying, but you have never fasted. Because fasting takes energy out of you. Fasting takes something out of you. Fasting denies you of food. Fasting denies you of pleasure. Whenever we have to pray, we will pray because Prayer is energy. Prayer is work. Can I hear a big amen? Can I hear loudest amen? And for some of us, anytime some of these things are mentioned, that is where our theological debate comes up. You know, that is where we want to argue with God. Why should I give? Why should I let go? Why should I sacrifice? Why should I go to church? If you are a member of prayer temple, it is you and I, our responsibility to build the church of God. Oh, you are not shouting a big amen. I am not saying that go and close your bank account and come. But all I'm saying that understanding about giving is very, very integral. 
if you don't understand giving, that is why somebody will come to you and say, oh, I want 10 people to give me this. I want five people to give me this. I want three. We have passed that stage. We are at a stage where you need to understand that the blessing God has given me, part of it is for his kingdom business. Can I hear a big amen? Put your hands together for Jesus. Matthew chapter 4 verse 8 and 9. Even the devil understood the act of giving and receiving. Even the devil understood the principle of giving and receiving. So when we read Matthew chapter 4, 8 and 9. There were three temptations that came to Jesus. One, to cast himself down for he said your angels will be given charge. And two, to turn stone into bread. And the third one, Bible says that next the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain. And showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. Showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their priests moved to verse 9. And look at what verse 9 says. It says that, whoever is behind the machine, I'm following you, please. Hurry up. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. There is a condition here. Meaning the devil understood giving and understand giving than most of us. Jesus said, give, and it shall be given to you. There is a condition attached to every seed we sow. The devil come to Jesus after fasting for 40 days, 40 nights, and say, hear this. The condition is that if you will bow to me, I will give you the kingdom, the pleasures of the world. All the glory in this world shall be given to you. I will give it to you if only you will kneel to my authority. If only you will kneel to my authority. And Jesus said, give and it shall be given to you. And most of us are finding it difficult to respond. Something the devil understands, Christians don't understand. Can I hear a big amen? No, the room is quiet. Let me talk about 31 ways to break through. Number one. <laughs> Jesus met a ring young ruler. And said, Master, I want to be like you. I want to inherit the kingdom. And then he said, go and sell your possessions and come. The guy left Jesus' crusade and never came back. And never came back. That should tell you that anything we have in possession materially, until you understand that in this life, we live for God and we die for God, you will never ever give unto the things of God. And I'm going to show you some scriptures very soon. Can I hear a big amen? As I'm teaching, somebody saying, hey, today this message, the pastor is coming to collect offering. No, 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 no. I'm not here to take your money. I am here to build the members of prayer temple to a certain point to know that if you get to a certain place and God has blessed you, don't say it is me, myself, and I. There's a portion for God. There's a portion for God. And that one, nobody forces you. You give it voluntarily. As the Lord has blessed you. This month, the Lord has been good to me. I am going to church to say thank you. Can I hear a big amen? Oh, the one that said a bigger amen, it's your portion. So, most of us, when we give to the church, we fear. You know, and it is like we are giving away our security. Because for some of us, material things is the reason why we live. We are powerful because of our cars. We are powerful because of our homes. We are powerful because of our bank account. So those are the things that gives us security. 
So when the Lord comes and says, oh, release your car key, you go, oh, no, 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 I won't let it go. Release that and I won't let it go. But today, may you receive understanding in Jesus' name. Oh, I said, may you receive understanding in the name of Jesus. And that fear is what the devil put into us. Because he wants you to come and bow to him for wealth. Bow to him, money rituals. Bow to him for wealth. So the devil will take you through some period of unbelief. That even what you have to give to bring blessing to you, the devil will sow a seed of unbelief in your heart. The day God said, give the Lord the, the church thousand, you looked at the money and said, ah, what thousand cities can do? What thousand? But when you were sick, thousand cities couldn't save you. You came to God for healing. But when you were well, thousand cities, eh, it can buy fufu, it can buy goat let, it can buy goat head. And I hear big amen. And that was when your bills became real to you. There are people sick on the bed with millions of dollars in their bank account. And nothing has been real to them except they are looking for God. The day, only the most of you, that's the show. Sadana will taste ever. Sadana shopping spray, be bow. So I said, you have to buy Utin from 37 to Zongo Junction. You will shop the entire road because you have gone for your salary. You buy plantain chips in Katiaboria. You buy yogurt. You buy asana. You buy every, you buy and buy sachet water by the roadside. Can I hear big amen? But when the Lord says that you haven't paid your tithe for one year, when the Lord says that you haven't come to say thank you, when the Lord says that you haven't come to give me an offering. That one, Jesus must hold on. But you're, you are saving for iPhone, which you will never be able to buy. Let's share grace. Let's <laughs> Can I hear a big amen? I am saying that deny, I'm saying that deny yourself for good. That's what I'm saying. I am not saying that deny yourself of good things. But Matthew says that it's seeking first, that it's seeking first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and every other thing shall be added unto you. If you came here and were still in the dust, would, wouldn't you insult the leadership? You insult the leadership. And after 13 years, she says, she kept banging, but this is your money. I said, where is your money? This is your money. And one of these Sundays, by the time you come in, there will be a powerful, powerful weather. Powerful weather. Hallelujah. When you are coming to church, you will come with extra bag to come and collect some of the air condition to your house. Because Jesus deserves the best. His children deserves the best. The church deserves the best. Put your hands together for the Lord. You see, you don't give, so you can't clap. So, as believers, we must make sure that whatever we do, as in giving our worship to God, we must do it in faith. Giving our good deeds, our arms to God, we must do it in faith. As you play, it's part of giving. 
as I preach, it's part of giving. As you are clapping, it's part of what giving. And whatever we do in the house, they sang powerfully. They gave to us. They have sown music into our heart. Melodies into our soul. We have worshipped God. It is part of what giving. We received it not by sound. It is by faith. Hallelujah. That is why you danced. That is why you shaked yourself. I pray that may we give God, not quantitative, but quality. May we give God something precious to him. Can I hear a big amen? So even the devil understood the principle of giving and receiving. He said, bow to me and I will give. Bow to me and I will give. Hallelujah. Five hidden secrets in giving and receiving. Number one. Giving always results in receiving. Come on, say, when I give, I receive. Now, God gives back our seeds sowing in the form of receiving in so many ways. It is not automatic that when you give 1,000, tomorrow you receive 2,000. But you see, there is this kind of protection. There is this kind of exemptions. There is this kind of love that comes over you. Because you gave. One day a man was sharing with me. How Nigeria, they almost killed him. They, you know, they, they almost stoned him to death. Called him a thief, a thief. He took an intervention. Could he, and this person later said, said when they, years ago, they won souls. They went out there winning. So could it be that some of these gestures is the reason why the Lord came through? Don't think you are wise. You are being wise in your own understanding. And there are people who come here, take breakthroughs. You don't see them again. They show them, what do you need? I need a job. There's a church on that junction. They go there three weeks, you get a job. Can I hear a big amen? Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together. And running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure, you see, God is not biased. He said, give, you will receive your gift will return to you in full press down. He said the gift you give will return. Come on, tell somebody your gift will return to you. Every gift we bring to the altar, every generosity comes back to us. People may not appreciate it, but brother and sister, I'm telling you, it will come back to you. He says that shaking together to make room for more, running over, poured into your lap, he said, the amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Last week, you brought one CD, and today you are trying to tell the pastor, I haven't received anything. Look at my brother. He has 100%. Me, I have 1%. The, the question is, what did you give? How much did you give? How much did you give? Abel brought an honorable offering unto the Lord. The Lord had respect for the offering. Came, did haphazardly. And the Lord rejected it. In this life, eh, even in our work offices, if you don't work hard, don't expect salary. Yes. Don't go and say, eh, and complain. And I've been here for 25 years. And nobody, I'm, I'm here 25 years. What has gone into the 25 years? You went to sleep. You went to, if you come to prayer temple, eh, you, you see that there's, laziness is not around me here. Here, no, 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 no. There's hard work. There's persistence. A lazy hand cannot do this. Can I hear a big amen? So it says that whatever amount you give shall the same 
be multiplied and given to you. It is input and what? Output. You go to work anytime you like. You close anytime you like. You don't put on good attitude at work. Every day, memuna. You have muna your face. But you are selling perfume. But your face is not themed. You are sell, have you seen a person selling ice cream? Ice cream is sweet. Whatever you sell must show on your face. Even people selling human parts are always smiling. Can I hear a big amen? Yeah. Put in a good character. Put in a good behavior. Even when you come to church, your attitude is that somebody must force you before you come in the mood. It's that somebody must start. It is only generator we want to start. And David encouraged himself in the Lord. I had a hand clap in that church over there. So you see, if you, if you, if you sow good morning, you would always receive good morning. If you sow a seed of thank you, somebody will also say thank you to you. If you sow seed of respect, somebody will also seed of respect to you. If you attend people's wedding, your wedding, somebody will attend. But unfortunately, even some of us, our own birthdays, our own birthdays, we can't buy one PK for ourselves. We put it on people's page. Tomorrow is my birthday. Tomorrow is my birthday. Tomorrow is my birthday. Your own birthday. You can't gift. You can't pamper yourself. You can't say, I have labored in 12 months. Ah, as for this month, I am pampering. I am even frying two eggs, one sausage with one cook. You can't clap. <laughs> you, you can't excite yourself. You are always waiting for somebody to come and excite you. You tell somebody you will be there for long. <laughs> Number two, five hidden secrets of giving in giving and receiving. Number two. God blesses whatever you put your hands to do. Every giver, God blesses whatever you put your hands to do. Pastor Dan, by the grace of God, not out of pride, I give. Yeah, yeah. I'm a serious giver. One day my wife told me, said, the way you are giving, giving, eh, I'm sure one day you will come that God says you should give us out. As a seed. I don't only give to people. Let me teach you one secret. If you want to be blessed in life, eh, give to people who are blessed. Their oil will rub on you. I'm telling you. There are people I know that they are blessed. I can't buy them a car. I can't buy them a house. But if it is one shirt, you sow in their life. If it is a watch, you sow in their life. If it is perfume, you sow. I'm a crazy giver. Before we thought of building and giving cement out, that church, not one, not two, not three, not four. I, once I hear in my spirit, I obey. Because listen, if I remember where God picked me from, it is not above 1,000 cities. It is not above 2,000. And it is not above where God and what he has made me now. It is better. It is better. Do you know why some of us, we struggle to give? So now that you are receiving salary and money, you are becoming protective. Because you, 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 you are recovering all the wasted years. Out of greed. So at your age, you are buying things that you don't need. 
twa sugar mu afiansa wo te cake ti di cake you are you are at your age can i hear big amen Deuteronomy 15 verse 10 i think i'm blessing the church Deuteronomy 15 verse 10 look at what he said give generously to the poor not grudgingly for the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. Other version says that the Lord will bless the work of your hands. This is the secret. The Lord will bless you. The work of your hands. The work of your hands. The work of. Come on, say when you give. Tell somebody when you give, the Lord will bless the work of your hands. You don't know where help will come from. People will be buying from your shop. People will be doing business with you. People will credit you goods, container wet, three or four containers. You will, cl- you will sell them before you pay them back. Hallelujah. Whilst others pay cash and carry, you will be working on credit. And that is the favor of God. Stretch your hands. May your hands be blessed in Jesus' name. May the work of your hands be blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever you touch will be blessed. Sell water, you build houses from it. Yes. Sell toothpick, you build houses from it. Most rich people don't sell anything serious. We are being kitten kitten, five CD being that so three in fasting, kitten kitten, kitten kitten. But you don't know how God honors them. When God decides to bless you, nobody can curse you. Balak sent for Balaam to curse the children of Israel. He said, whom the Lord has blessed, nobody can curse. You are above curse in Jesus' name. I said, you are above curses in the name of Jesus. Come on, say, my hands are blessed. And these are principles we must follow. Principles. If prayer temple is your church, you see, I don't struggle to give my wife anything because she's my wife. One, it's my responsibility as a head of the family. Two, there is love. Because love covers one multitude of sin and love gives. If you love a person, you don't struggle to give to the person. If you love your church, pastor won't come and stand there and say, I need five people to take envelope. I need 13 years. You can't take responsibility for your own house, for your own home, for your own church. Hallelujah. Any money which comes into your your hands... And the first thing that comes on your mind is yourself. It tells where you have prioritized your needs. Yes. Yes. It tells where you have prioritized your needs. If the church never comes across your mind, that as for this month, as for this week, as for this quarter of the month, the Lord has been so good to me. What can I go to the altar and say thank you? What can I present? Yeah. Can I hear a big amen? amen? Number three. Your giving is a declaration of who you are in Christ. Your giving is a declaration of who you are in Christ. And you see, whenever you respond to giving, you declare your blessings. The blessings God has given to you. Hallelujah. So that when what Nigeria movies or even in life, reality, there are people who take pride in their source of money, wealth. From my background, I understand most of these altars and most of these sacrifices and, and what do you call it? Um, some of these 
things. I, I, have, I have deep knowledge on it because of my background. Listen to me. If somebody travels far and near and goes for money charm or ritual or something, they know how to blow it and celebrate it. They celebrate it for the gods to know that they have really arrived. Can I hear a big amen? I was going to preach for a friend. And I don't know, I left early. But for some reason, some few minutes to his church, there was this thick traffic. Like from here to, um, let's say, um, Shiashi. There was this huge traffic. You can't dodge, you can't do anything. I decided to stay in it. But the more I stayed, the more the time also runs. So I decided to park my car and jump on the moto. And I veered off into a filling station. And I went to seek permission. They took my car key. After they took my attention, some boys from nowhere with an unregistered number plate, you could see the party after party. White bands, white, white cars, white Camry, white, some small, small boys with their hair like mushroom macaroni. Some, some, some boys plenty, some boys plenty. And you could see that they were celebrating money. But for some of us, even God behind you, when you are going to your hometown, you park your car in another village and pick taxi to your hometown because you are afraid that they will kill you. And I hear big amen. Park my car, sat behind the moto with my Bible. All that I needed was my Bible and my notebook. I said, Moto rider, let us go. Can I hear big amen? But if tomorrow God should open an international door, which by the grace of God, I've done a few, to preach on a certain platform, somebody will not understand. But once upon a time, I packed my car, sat behind the motto, and sacrificed to go and preach. There are things you are doing now, nobody knows it. Nobody has heard of the pain. But when you begin to come to the altar, to thank God, church members, it is not showing off and it is not pride. You are just saying that I was a beggar, but now the Lord has blessed me. Can I hear a big amen? When you were poor, they know your poverty. They saw you in that state. Now that you are rich, they must see you also. Because it is a declaration of the God you have made. It is a word. It's a message. It is an inscription that you were once poor and today you are blessed. Come on, shout, I am blessed. Hallelujah. That is why you don't have to hide the blessings of the Lord. Because it's an evangelism on its own. I'm not saying that boast in it and be arrogant and be proud that I'm, I've arrived. I am blessed. No. But listen to me. You can't hide the scent of perfume if it's a quality perfume. <laughs> Can I hear a big amen? So, you declare Deuteronomy 16, 17. Deuteronomy 16. It said, everyone shall give as he is blessed. According to the blessing of the Lord which God has given. Come and say, God has blessed me. So, according to the blessing God has given you, that is what you must declare. And listen to me, till you celebrate other people's success, you will not be successful. When people come to the altar and it annoys you, it gets you angry. You have to check your heart. You have to check your heart. Hallelujah. Your giving is a declaration of who you are in Christ. Declare the blessing of the Lord on your life. When somebody says, I am, you need, 
Before, I used to get angry. But now sometimes when you go to pastor's meeting, another event, another place, hey, yes, I receive it. Not legon, yes, maybe I was sorry, see this, me say, yes, I receive. But they don't know, sir, they don't know. They don't know. For the fact that the church is planted in the prime area, I'm, I'm planted in the rich. And I said, I'm, are you not a rich member? Come on, say, I am blessed. Your declare, you, you see, your, your seed sowing declares your righteousness. Yeah. You know, whenever you respond to seed sowing, you declare your righteousness. And when you read Proverbs 21, 26, the righteous gives and does not hold back. Proverbs 21, 26. Look at this. Some people are always greedy for more, but the godly love to give. They don't hold back. They give. Tell somebody, don't be greedy. Tell somebody, give. Some of you here, you have tea tomatoes in your cupboard, which has expired seven years ago, but you still don't know. Because you were told to hoard, hoard, keep, keep. At least three months to expire or six months, give it out. You, don't, you know that you don't need it. You have milk, milk in your storeroom, which has expired. Six months, seven, I don't know what you are using with it, but there's a charcoal seller in your area. Once you know that it's in excess, just carry them and go, take this milo. Take, for all you may know in their life, they have never drank milo before. Were you not here when I asked a young man, have you seen dollar before? When was that, last two weeks or last week? And what did he say? He has never set eyes on dollar before. Can I hear big amen? May you be the reason why somebody will complete JHS. Oh, you didn't say amen. I said, may you be the reason why somebody will complete first degree. May you be the reason why somebody will smile and eat. Can I hear your loudest amen? You have a mori in your fridge for 12 years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For how many years? Yeah. <laughs> Just said you don't give. Whenever you give, you declare your obedience. Declaration of obedience. Second Corinthians nine thirteen. I'm coming to an end. Am I blessing the church here right now? Second Corinthians nine thirteen. Give me 2 Corinthians 9.13. Look at it. For God is the one who provides seed. Oh, which one? 2 Corinthians. Okay, okay. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them. Your generosity to what? To them. And to all believers will prove that you are obedient to God. Come on, say, I am obedient to God. So, your generosity will prove that you obey God. Give. Tell somebody, give. Giving is a command. And when you obey, it is better than the sacrifice in itself. Hallelujah. John 3, 16 says that for God so loved the world that he gave. Whenever we give, we show forth the love of God. Whenever we give, we show the love of God. We show the love. And listen to me, most of us here who have taken other people for granted, you have taken their generosity 
as weakness. Be careful. Be careful. You can't always have it free. One day you need genuine help and you would have exhausted all your lifelines. A pastor called me from Kumasi and said, man of God, I am coming, we are now coming to start on, on Friday. He said, we are now coming to start our church building. Can you take me through what the process you did to raise prayer temple? The process. And listen to me, if I took this money and I went to Asankregua somewhere, you know, or there's a place in the Volta region, you know, it's a very serene place. Amezope, it's a very, very part. If I leave Accra forever, that is where I'm going to stay. And Mezope, how many of you come from Mezope? Oh, we don't have anyone from Mezope. One person. I'm coming to your hometown. That place is a very quiet place. <laughs> Hallelujah. Equiapimtu is not a bad place. But Volta is far from Accra. <laughs> I'm choosing my battles carefully. Volta is very far from Accra. Is that okay? As for here, seven cities, you are there. But Volta region, even the traffic at Dowenya will discourage you. <laughs> Can I hear a big amen? Tell somebody, give. Hallelujah. So, Whenever we give, number four, I'm giving you five. Number, number four, he said, whenever we give, we declare that, we, you declare your trust in God. You see, if you don't trust somebody, you won't entrust anything to the person's care. I give you, I've given you the choir because I trust that Ernest can lead the choir. That is trust. Can I hear big amen? So you see, if I don't trust you, I can't, so when we give, we trust that the Lord is able to give back to us. Abraham said, well, I needed a child. I didn't have a child. And you blessed me with a child. Now you say you want it back. Well, I believe that you are able to give back. Therefore, take it. Reasons why most of us we can't give is because we don't trust God enough to give back what we are giving. Can I hear a big amen? 2 Timothy 6.17 Sorry, 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy 6.17 1 Timothy 6, 17. He said, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money. Tell somebody, don't be proud. Tell the person, don't trust in your money. He says that, don't trust in their money, which is so unreliable. When we say something is unreliable, you can't trust it. It is not dependable. You can't put your bet on it or your hope on it. It is unreliable. I am not so old, you know, I am not so old. By the grace of God, this September, I'll be 40 years. 40 years young. You know? But, but the truth is, I have met... Some of you are shy to mention your age. Your obituary will expose you. <laughs> your obituary will expose you. Oh, gone too soon. Then your age... Hey, Hallelujah. So he says that Money is not reliable. I am not old, but I've seen people with money today, they don't have money. And I've seen people who have worked in money consistently. There was a time they broke, they got broke, but they bounced back. And you know that these people, their money will not get finished any moment soon. May you be one of them in Jesus' name. There are people whose security is in their cars. If they don't have car, they can't even enter a common Uber to anywhere. 
I sat behind Moto. Is Pastor Dan gone? Pastor Dan is still here. There are people it's like they are dependent on money, material thing, money. Do you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? Don't you? It is because of some small car you bought, which the AC is giving you problem three days now. And then my attends. Preach, you know. He says that teach those who are rich this, in this world not to be proud. Listen, you are not even rich in Ponyo. 3,000 cities a month. And when you come to church, you stand at the back there. You are not even closer rich in Ponyo. Tell them who are rich not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. He said their trust should be in God. Who richly gives us all we need for what? Enjoyment, not endearment. It means that every blessing God brings your way, you must enjoy some. You must enjoy some. For enjoyment. To live well. Not to be proud. Not to be proud. Not to be arrogant. Not to insult people because you are rich. Hallelujah. A church somewhere, not this church, another church somewhere, somebody was asked to park his car by a certain car. He said, ah, I should park my car by WWE. Hallelujah. Amen. I have a friend, if you are going somewhere with him and you dress more than him, he will go back home. Am I blessing the church this morning? But to put the, listen, the more the Lord lifts you up in life, the more humble you must become. Tell someone what I just said. The more the Lord lifts you up, the more humble you must become. You have properties. You are blessed, but it is not showing on your body. That's why when Queen of Sheba came to Solomon, he said, Solomon, what I have come to see with my eyes, it is beyond what I heard. Hallelujah. Money hates noise. That is why when you go to the banking hall, they don't play music there. If you are clapping, put your hands together for that. Money hates noise. So when you go to the banking hall, there's no Al Kelly playing behind. There's no Elder Meriku playing behind. Go to the station. Go to Zongo Junction. You will hear Esther Smith. Can I hear a big amen? Tell somebody, stop making noise. Tell the person, money hates noise. Trust in God. Then you see, then you become more blessed. Amen. God will keep increasing you if you continue to give. The last one. God will keep increasing you if you continue to give. 2 Corinthians 9.10 The Lord is not never exhausted of resources and provisions. Whatever, any day, any time, he is willing. He gives according to your need, not your wants. Give what you give us this day, our daily bread. 
give us what we need. For God is the one who provides seeds for the farmer. Yeah, that's right. And then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resource. Come on, say increase my resource. And increase your resource and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Go home and take time and read this scripture. He says that for God is the one, even the farmer, who gives the farmer seed. And for you, a giver, for you who gives, he said he's the one who provides and increase your resource, then produce a great harvest of continuous giving, generosity in you. You will never be tired of giving. Oh, I said you will never be tired of helping the poor. You will never be tired of reaching out to the needy. Come and shout, I am blessed. And if you don't have anything to give, it must be your prayer this morning that Lord, today, I want to work on my mind. I want to reposition my mindset. Put me on the track of givers. I enter into a covenant with you. Make me a giver and I will continue to give. And see if the Lord will not come through for you. Can I hear a big amen? You came to prayer temple with nothing. You were looking for a job. By the grace of God, through prayer, you got one. You don't pay tight. You don't pay offering. You don't support anything. You now want to tell God that you have a land somewhere to buy a dodoa. You have never come to say thank you. Can I hear a big amen? One day a lady I was engaging in a conversation with. She said, Pastor, me boy boy, she can't walk away. I said, eh. Here to Taos, one for one Ghana, Amba. Oton Chen, she can't walk away. Now, what about Nante, so I do. Here to Taos, here to Taos, Oton Asundie, I have heard it say, Asumadie, Edi Abeware. Now, what about I do? They have two bedding also. I want to dine. I want to dine. <laughs> oh, come on, put your hands together for the Lord. And there's this other girl. I came to the office one day. Mr. Boafu said, So so and so has come to leave these utensils. I told you. In Chansi, I walk out to. I'm so I'm so 25 years. No, I'm so 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 because it was not for us to use. I said, couple, you know, we should so. And when they came to my mind, that week, about Friday or so, they came to visit me. When they were leaving, I told them, eh, I said, I said, Hallelujah. This is the level of other people's faith. That if I have bought these utensils to use, and it is becoming of no use, why don't I sow it? And there are doors opening. May doors open for you in Jesus' name. I said, may doors open for you in the name of Jesus. 
Can I hear a big amen? Prayer temple. This August, by the grace of God, will be 13 years. It's not that we are coming to want somebody to take responsibility and bring five CD and bring... The, no, no, no. We have crossed that stage. As the Lord has blessed you, you purpose in your heart. Lord, January to December, you have been so good to my company. You have been so good to my family. You have been so good to me. I have only come to say thank you. I've only come to say thank you. Because why we preconture? Can I hear a big amen? How many are willing to give to the church? And what, what makes it so powerful is sacrifice goes with prayer and fasting. And whenever you pray, you fast and you sacrifice. It's, it's a bonfire. It's a blessing. It, it's serious. I'm a praying person. I fast and I give. And I've taught you, don't only give to people below you. Look for people who have lived a good life. Live for people who are blessed in life. Even every December, once a year, once a year, just go there and say, Oh dear, Vonya Bia no Kotnaho, Nea no Manawa Dinua Soriko. No, no, you one day when you are going, even for their children, buy play toys, something for their children. It's a blessing. Catch you be somewhere dendodo. Thank you for the word. Hallelujah. Are you ready to pray? We are going. To, have I blessed somebody here this morning? What breaks the back of a bad economy is giving. Telling you, what breaks the back of a bad economy is giving. That in farming, you still see that. Yeah, complaining no memory and crawford cement is see dying. Now no uko baby three months. Osanko won't say what's the son. What breaks the back of poverty is giving. Ernest, if you want your company to explode, it is not mathematics. It is not what you call it. No, 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 no. It is to expose your heart and yourself to giving. Lawyer, if you're on your law firm, it is giving. Can I hear a big amen? It is giving. That's a secret. You step out. There. Every September, I do charity work. I haven't even announced it. But I was told that people have started bringing in things. For donation. I've not even announced it. Yesterday I was thinking about myself when a message came from Church of Pentecost that there's a pastor's meeting going to come on very soon and chairman wants me to be part of the meeting. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Out of what giving. Your doors and your heavens are shut because you are not a giver. And today you want to pray, Lord, Whatever I have missed, whatever opportunities, give me a heart of giving. And may the Lord direct you to the right altar, the right place to be a blessing to. Let that be your prayer. Lift up your voice and pray. Let that be your prayer. Let that be your prayer. Teach my heart and teach my hands to give. To give. 
to give. Teach my hand. Go ahead and pray. The Lord should provide enough resource. Enough resource. The Lord should provide enough resource for you. Let that be your prayer. From today, I commit to giving. I commit to giving. It opens doors. Let that be your prayer. Let that be your prayer. Let that be your prayer. Say, Lord, touch my heart to respond to your church, to respond to the needs of the church, to respond to whatever you call me to do. Help me. I've been disobedient all these weeks. I've been disobedient all these years. I've been disobedient all these months. But I say, Lord, I am ready. Make ready some resources for me to honor every pledge. For me to honor every promise and be generous. Let that be your prayer. Let that be your prayer. For it is God who provides seeds for the farmer. The Lord will also provide money for your generosity. The Lord will provide resources for your generosity. Let that be your prayer. Go ahead and talk to God. Go ahead and talk to God. You may be here for another reason. But this is what the Lord says you should hear. And let it be your prayer. I want to be a gatekeeper. I want to be a pathfinder. I want to be the reason why other people will smile and be happy in life. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and talk to God. It is more blessed to give. In the name of Jesus, go ahead. Go ahead and talk to God. The Lord should touch your heart. Give you a giving attitude, a giving spirit. Nobody is forcing you out of a cheerful spirit, out of a cheerful heart, out of a cheerful soul. You want to say, Lord, bless me, favor me, enrich my bands, enrich my coffers, enrich me, Lord. Bless my business. Increase me, increase me, increase me on all sides. And I will never forget you. And I will never forget you. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and let that be your prayer. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you.